It's getting picked up on my microphone a little bit, but I can honestly, go. close that vent. That should be it, because it's only picking up the wind or the like breeze of it. If it doesn't close, the thing is, if I'm not speaking, someone else will be. So yeah, that's it, true. It'll that, be okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's um, let's uh take a couple seconds and get going. We don't even have to clap. It feels yeah. weird. We didn't oh do, yeah. We didn't do a clap. <clears throat> should, I was. Should uh, we clap just for uh, <laughs> our own comfort? Uh no. Give no. give Mike a, give Mike a hand. <laughs> get out a round of, of applause. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I have to put. I, I'm gonna just take notes in it. Just copy and paste it in a Google Doc later. Yeah, I will. Now, Xander and I have a whole new system for tracking wow. stuff, guys. Wow. It's, it's awesome. It's something that I was, like, kicking myself in the throat over. I was like, why didn't we do this from day one? Uh, mm-hmm. Are you tracking everything in Trello? Because we're tech bros having a uh. good time. Uh, I, I, I just I don't know what to do about these levels. It's so bizarre because I talk, and if I get loud, it gets really loud. But then if I talk quiet, it's way too quiet. Is that how sound works? All right, let's get this show started. <laughs> This is the I Read Comic Books podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rappin. With me this week, I have three very special people. We're all in the same room in, in a basement, just like the old days of recording I Read Comic Books. <laughs> I am joined this week by Paul Jaisley. Hello, Mike. Brian Murray. Hey. And Kate Lamphere. Hi. I do the pointing thing at home, by the way, when you're not there. <laughs> That's I, just, I just want to be clear. I do that at home. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited that you guys are here. This is the annual number five. This is... The fifth anniversary of I Read Comic Books. We've been doing this since 2015. Now it's 2020. I don't know how decades work. That's why last week's episode covered 11 years. <laughs> um, it was called The Longest Decade because it wasn't a decade. It was a decade plus one. And it was the longest episode, so that makes sense. It, it, we're trying all sorts of new things this year. Welcome to 2020. This episode today is going to be all about just talking about what we've been doing for the last year at I Read Comic Books. This is our official hangout episode where we just kind of shoot the shit, let you guys know how we're feeling about things, reflect on some of the good and bad times, mostly good times, that we've had over the last year. And so, I guess to get things started, uh, Kate, Brian, do you guys have a place you guys want to start with this? I know we kind of all decided, you know, fuck it, we're going to drink beer and we're going to we're going to wing it today. But was there anything that stood out? You're like, I'm excited to talk about this on the show today. Well, you know, speaking of drinking beer and hanging out, I thought this year at C2E2 or last year at C2E2 was a blast. We were all together. You know, it's not very common that all of us can be in the same room, all of the contributors. Yes. I mean, everybody, Xander was Every there. Every single person Every was person there. that's on the show was there. Uh, we got to spend some time together, have some fun in Chicago. We got to record some episodes. We got to meet new comic book friends, which is always the best part of conventions. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great way to kind of kick off that year. That was in March. And then uh, I think after that, it really set the tone for the, the show for the year, for me at least. Yeah, totally. I got out of my box a little bit and did uh, the... Grand Rapids Zine Festival, and I represented the the podcast there, and then I've got another event coming up pretty soon. So that's exciting. I have to be extroverted uh, to talk to people and get them to listen to our show, and it's uh, it's unnatural for me, but a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm super glad that you're doing that. Unfortunately, I'm in Michigan this week. Otherwise, I think I would have flown out just to do this because I couldn't be at the last one. I want to be the person 
at the table one time at least. <laughs> oh, you'd be so much better than I am. <laughs> Mike, you are you are a lot better at shameless self promotion. I, I mean, think you, than the rest of us are. Sure, true. I, I appreciate you saying that because usually I go home and go, "What the fuck was I thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> so just just a you know heads up to everyone out there. Um, and yeah, I guess you know I this this next year is going to be insane. I mean, we're going to Emerald City Comic Con. If you didn't know, we're going to Emerald City. We've got a handful of us going there. If you're not going to be at Emerald City. Why not? I mean, come on, get on a plane. It's easy, right? It's just super easy. No, I understand. Very affordable. It's not. Yeah. But it, but still, if you're in the area, or you're planning to go to Emerald City. You should totally make sure that you let us know that you're going to be there. Um, yeah, because C2E2 was a blast. And uh, next time, I will try. I, I, I say this every year. I'm not going to try to plan everything and try to whatever because mm-hmm. it stresses me the fuck out. And this year, mm-hmm. Emerald City, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be at the con. And we're going to do things. And then we're going to drink beer with a handful of people that we know are already going. It's going to be great. But, Brian, I didn't let you take your moment. What's what's happening? What are you excited about? Or what were you excited about uh, I mean, last year? For me, 2019 was defined by the I Read Star Wars Comic Books podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. That was so much fun. Just, like, sitting down and recording those episodes with Kara. After we recorded the one about episode nine, the next weekend rolled around. And I realized, like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't have this thing anymore in my life. Yeah, yeah. like I was like, uh, should I just text Kara? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like say what's up. <laughs> I, I mean, it, that was it was quite a monumental thing you guys did, and it not to say that anything was rushed, but it did come together really fast. And mm-hmm. even despite that, it was such a cool show. Like I'm re-listening to the episodes. Cause like when the episodes go up, I just, I skim through them really quick. I listen to them at like 2.5 times speed to see if I hear anything weird. And if it's fine, then I just put the episode up Yeah. Um, with some minor things that I check at the beginning of end. But now I'm actually paying attention to the content in a, on a deeper level and trying to link it up with stuff that I know. It's such a fucking cool show. Like, yeah. I just want to do more of that kind of stuff in the future. I hope everyone out there loved it because I dug it <laughs> yeah. a lot. Well, I think that Kara and I were a really good foil, as like as Kate has pointed out, that like Kara is super positive and wants to put like a good spin on everything and talk <laughs> about it, whereas I'm kind of a fucking downer. <laughs> so, I mean, don't be too hard on yourself, Brian. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, uh, Mike, we did. We read the Doom Patrol. We last did year. read we Doom did, Patrol. Mike then. and Paul read Doom Patrol. We never got a good name for the for the episodes. Should <laughs> be known as Mike and Paul read Doom Patrol. But that was yeah, a blast. I read Doom Patrol comic books. Yeah, jeez, oh, that's gonna be the whole thing. I mean, from now on, sorry, we are just not creative over here. I mean, but yeah, I mean that that was a pretty stupendous run. I I think of it as probably some of the hardest work I put into a show like not to say I don't work on this show hard but like I was really trying to study that like seven all the volumes that we went through yeah six yeah. seven volumes I don't mm-hmm. remember um, but still I was really trying to get into it and the, to the point where we had to break one of the episodes in <laughs> half like I remember sitting there and we we're recording it, and I was like Paul we are only halfway through this volume and we've got an hour's <laughs> worth of content what the fuck are we gonna do right, uh, I right. mean it, yeah that was such a cool thing yeah I mean it's it's been a while since I've actually like taken notes while I've read a comic really detailed notes really broken it down and I think that's something hopefully we can do more of in the future. If people like those kind of episodes, I love doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man. It, yeah. it was such a blast. Um, I'm hoping that we've got some other stuff coming up. But we announced the Saga of Saga that is coming out like very soon uh, at the end of this month. I know Xander is working really hard to turn around like the first volume of that. 
He's editing it right now, actually. Oh, I yeah, talked to him earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's editing it as we record right now on Friday. It's coming out the, you know, a week from now. Uh, I guess it'll, when this episode drops, it'll be out this Friday, I mm-hmm. should say. January 31st, the first episode is coming out where you can get like a brief insight as to what it's going to be. And we are going through every single episode of, or issue of Saga, like issue by issue with discussions about the, the ramifications of the plot, where seeds are listening, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it is huge. We've got a bunch of episodes recorded we've got more episodes to record and we'll be dropping two episodes two or three episodes depending um every week it's it's gonna be monumentous <laughs> so i hope you guys get excited because there's a lot to get through um if you haven't read saga get on it before you start this series because it's gonna be full spoilers but yeah i mean doing more stuff like that is is what i'm hoping we can do more in the future yeah. i mean yeah. our, we've been trying to put it fill up our patreon with as much content as possible and i i think people have enjoyed it i know that the folks that are have been supporting us for a long time are just like give me more of this shit i love it <laughs> um so i i really appreciate the feedback on that but um yeah i guess i fuck man we did a lot of really interesting stuff last last year yeah Uh, you know i was going to say on top of going to c2e2 that actually spawned a couple great episodes we got to interview dave baker i think meeting people at cons and getting them on the show yeah and not even that was a great interview i think we did with dave baker initially and it wasn't even so much that he was promoting his stuff he just wanted to talk about comics and i loved that idea of like we can have a creator on that has a different vantage point of the industry and the creative process that we don't have. We just, as fans, don't know the ins and outs of the creative process. Mm -hmm. And if it's not so much, here's my book, please buy. It's like, here's why I love what I do. That's such a great conversation to have. Right. I I mean, the thing that that really worked a lot for me with that that episode of that interview that we did was he... Like Dave is not necessarily someone that is like striving to work for the big two. He Mm -hmm. really just wants to put on his own shit and to see that perspective and not to say that 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 is like me poo pooing on anybody that wants to go right for Marvel or DC or anybody else. But like the thing that really struck me about that is he was just like, I want to make my own fucking comics. And it wasn't even about a self ownership thing. It's just these are stories that I can only tell on my own. Mm -hmm. Like no big publisher is going to want to want to make this story. And I I mean, I totally respect him about that. Plus, he's the guy's got he's a font of knowledge when it comes to the industry and that that. Mm -hmm. Just listening, like sitting back and being like, I don't have to do anything. Just to ask Dave a simple question and he will unfold the entire universe in front of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really love that about him. Yeah. Was there anything else? I mean, beyond that stuff, Kate, you look like you've got something. I can actually look at you and know when you want to speak. It's great. Yeah, I can't just um, butt in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's unnatural for me. Um, I really dove into our quarterly zine this last year. I know that we're going to try something else in the year to come, but uh, if anybody out there that's listening has anything that they want to include in our last quarterly zine, go ahead and send it in. Tell us why you love our podcast, what your favorite episode was, um, a review for your favorite book, anything like that. But I had a really good time. And and it definitely doesn't have to be about our show either. It can be anything. If you want to contribute something in some way, like Danny did some really awesome fan art, which I'm excited about. Uh, we, we, We did a whole, we got a whole couple of things coming down the line hopefully but like anything that you want if you want to drop something in the zine that is more or less appropriate um we we, <laughs> we will let you know and we will definitely be up for putting it in there that said my ego is very fragile so <laughs> so please be nice to me yeah yeah i want more pictures of cats uh that's my goal yes <laughs> yes actually if you send us pictures of your pets that's pretty much guaranteed to get in yeah, yeah. that's that's like, going to be yeah. like a whole section i think if you send in a photo of your pet 
We'll have to have an extra quarterly zine just for all the pictures. Yes, yes, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but what I, what I really loved about our zine this year was Paul's super long titles, like When to Stop Worrying and Love the X-Men, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Nick's super long articles, oh which were, which were uh, <laughs> funny and knowledgeable, and I loved reading them, but oh man, they were, uh, they were a lot of pages. It's a big boy. Yeah, it's a big boy, that article. I mean, if you're, the full edition is on the Patreon, and it's... It's insanely long. I mean, like, it's detailed, and it's good. And if you like the Alien franchise, I mean, I think it's a it's a super great read because I don't feel like it is actually long when you read it. But when you realize how many words it actually is made out of, it's, it's insane. It's awesome. And, and for the record, I will say we are, like broadcasting this episode live on discord we i made a last minute decision to to just like let's just do this if i can get the technology to work we should just record this and hang out on discord i think after the show's over we're probably going to open it up and hang out with everybody like we've done a handful of times before um but for recording it's just going to be us uh the deadline for submitting stuff for zines uh aaron you asked a great question in the discord it's probably going to be the sometime in the middle of february i'm gonna i mean looking at my calendar right now we're not, we're not we don't have like a hard deadline for publishing it but it's going to come out in February so i would say if you get us something by maybe February 9th February 16th if we could probably get it out by the end of the month um just to give mm-hmm. Kate enough time to make sure everything's organized cuz she kills herself for this thing you guys it's so fantastic because Kate goes above and beyond to make it i, I cannot express that enough we've we've done a lot done a lot of things for the zine the last year and Kate has always gone the extra mile to make sure that it's done. I I, I haven't said it to you, Kate. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I can't believe how much work you put into this thing. It's awesome. Well, Mike, you stay up with me and and uh, are still online when I finish it around 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. That's, I mean, I got to support you wh- however I can. Yeah, because you weren't going to still be up then. No, I, right. <laughs> I'm a good boy. I go yeah. to bed on time like a regular boy. Yeah, you don't, you don't just go lay in bed on your phone. <laughs> no <laughs> stop fucking That's... watching me at night brian <laughs> yeah I, I do want to say a thank you to both of you kate and mike for making that zine happen i um what inevitably happens is that there's a deadline and then i keep putting it off my my duties and then i end up pounding out two three thousand words mm-hmm. the the day it's due and turning it in a day or two late <laughs> So it's not that I'm not, I mean, I, the problem is I'm writing at the very last second right. when inspiration strikes the hardest. Of course. Of and course. of course it, it ends up, you know, being perfect. And when it gets the finished product because of all your hard work to uh, make me look like I uh, put a lot more work into it than I did. <laughs> and yet you're still this first submission I usually get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somehow that's, that's how it always, that's how it always turns that's, out. Okay. I don't feel too bad. <laughs> Paul I take is, it all back. Paul is reliably only a little bit late all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take it. That's a good Listen, idea. <laughs> fucking at me, all right? <laughs> you guys live together. <laughs> I'm putting the final touches on the zine with like three pages to spare for whatever Brian does. And yeah. I'm like, Brian, I need it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks over. I'm sitting on my computer chair like fucking L from Death Note. Like, <laughs> shoving candy into my face and playing video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a wonder how much stuff we actually did last year in 2019. If only to the point where I think by the end of the year, like my whole body was like, you got to stop. You got to slow the fuck down. And um, which is why we're I mean, not to say we're scaling anything back for next year, because I don't think that we're putting out anything any less. But like this zine is going to be our last quarterly zine. And I think we're going to move more to an annual zine that's going to be extra sized and Mm. all this other stuff. But 
I think in in exchange, we're probably going to be doing a little bit more focusing on creating extra stuff, maybe creating a second feed of things that has like some of the released Patreon stuff that's been on the Patreon feed backlog for a while, or maybe mm-hmm. we'll insert it in the main feed. Um, just trying to like change things up, maybe do more experimental stuff on the show. We joked before we started recording about doing like an ASMR episode, <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm all for experimenting with this, with the podcast, and so like I want to do more wild and crazy things, like mm-hmm. weird bad listicles, like essentially Brian Nick. <laughs> Or Brian, uh, Renee, and I did last week where we talked about all these movies. And <laughs> yes, we are. Made a lot of people mad. Made a lot of people mad. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's the goal for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brian, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say uh, another candidate was, uh, sorry, as Danny says, he wasn't mad, he was hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, another candidate for an off the wall episode was the Drive Time Radio Show. What, the, what was it, Paul? Was it Manic Mike and the Douche? I think oh. that'd be a good, a good, uh, good characters yeah. for that. Yeah, we'll do like a full blown radio show where uh, <laughs> the Morning be, Zoo crew. Yeah, Morning Zoo crew, uh, yeah. sound effects and everything. I mean, no joke. Since I started this podcast, I have dreamt of doing something like that. If only just to have like a soundboard next to my computer that I can hit the like like noise as things are happening, and I'd have to put on a whole voice, and then we have a whole cast of characters. I mean, but again, this is like more production crazy shit. But I'm also like for doing that. And I realize that maybe Xander can handle it. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, and and also the big thing is we don't want to burden Xander. So it's like, how can we do stuff Mm -hmm. like would just a plain live recorded episode with minor editing be fine to put up on a secondary feed where we're like, here's some extra shit that Irie Comic Books is doing? Mm Because that's probably not in the vein of what we're doing. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't think that that works for our IRCB feed, but it's something that could be fun for us to do. And it would still be like comic book oriented in some capacity, Mm -hmm. but a little bit off the wall compared to our regular show IRCB after dark yeah <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah this is the adult swim version of Irie comic <laughs> books where it's adult stuff and we're gonna have weird off the wall fucking 10 minute long TV openings you know <laughs> super chill music though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll hire some some beat maker off the internet off SoundCloud and uh, get him to, or her to make the all the music for us what I really want is everybody's morning commutes where we just stream of consciousness all of our thoughts so Brian's <laughs> is super angry I'm noticing all the fonts on billboards and we got all the noise of the subway from New York yeah, you, you would you would hear me talking in the background but it would it would be muffled as the sound of subways is happening in the background <laughs> <laughs> And Paul, I, I don't know. Do you do you walk to work? Or no, I no, I, I I I do have a car, okay. but my commute is about eight minutes, so it's a very you know truncated conversation I have okay. with myself about Judge Dread. Usually, so, <laughs> so, so before you get too deep in it, you're like, oh, and and I'm yeah, here. It's just like four minutes of like silence and road noise, and then just a very quiet. I am the law. <laughs> I see somebody. I see somebody run a stop sign, and that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I do want to say, you know. The, the reason we're able to do all this stuff and have all these amazing ideas is that uh, I feel this past year has been a really increased, at least on my part, of fan interaction. I hate the word fan. I guess friend interaction. Yeah, really. Friends really. of the show. I mean, it is, it's, it's been really heartwarming to have uh, uh, people comment on the show and say how much they like it. And again, it's not so much a fan creator uh Dynamic is it just they're friends of the show that are excited to talk about comics with us, you know? Yeah. And I really love that. And it's if that gives us an opportunity to do more off the wall or experimental or just generate more content, that's thank you so much. Like that's yeah. we love talking about comics and any excuse to do it will take. So yeah, I, I mean, I know I was I was kind of hesitant to to start up the the Discord because in my mind it was 
something that I was like, oh, fuck, this is just one more thing I got to manage. Um, and I, not to say that I, I hate any of the things that we do, but like sometimes I lose track of some stuff, you know, like our Twitter will go dead for a day or two or our Instagram will go dead for a while like it has right now because I've just been overwhelmed. I haven't had time to plan stuff or for instance, you know, like our Goodreads, you know, like there were there was, I think, a month last year where the first of the month stuff didn't go up for four days just because I was on a time crunch for work. I was traveling and like I just missed posting the the what are you reading this month and all that stuff. And it, it's a bummer. And because it's it's kind of uh, it's just a lot to, to juggle sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the discord has become one of the most amazing things as uh, like our group has put together because everybody that is on this group and it's it's not a lot but it's like mm-hmm. 30 or so people that we know kind of jump in and out including the IR the, you know the IRCB folks and it is a pleasure to constantly be interacting with fans mm-hmm. that understand who our show is i mean we've got a backlog of 231 episodes plus minisodes bonus it's like almost 300 total things we've put out on the feed mm-hmm. And they understand, like, where we are in our corner of comics. They understand how we approach things, like, where how we feel about things like garbage comic skate stuff. Like, they know that right. we're not going to stand for any of that shit. And, like... We have a specific corner that we we get to sit in, and these people come to the sh- come to the show's Discord, and they understand like who we are, and so talking to them feels like natural, like they are another part of the the gr- group of people that makes me feel comfortable to talk about comic books with. I guess I'm not speaking well because this beer is hitting me very quickly. <laughs> um, but what I'm trying to say is like my my biggest joke for this show has always been I don't like talking about comic books with people because it's true. If I go to a convention and someone goes, oh, well, what did you think about X? Mm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't read that X-Men book. And they're like, oh, well, Mike, this is a hypothetical situation. I was just using X as a placeholder. And I go, oh, oh and now we're back to, to square one. But um, <laughs> what, what I'm really trying to say is I the joke is, you know, I don't really like talking about comic books with people. And yet here we are with this group right. of eight regulars that show up and this group of people on our Discord that I feel super comfortable throwing my opinions out and not feeling like they're going to just stab me in the throat because mm-hmm. for some reason I didn't like Excalibur number one for, yep. for some reason you know and it's a really nice feeling to have I, I hope everyone else feels the same way about that when you guys get on the discord but um, I really like just being able to talk to these folks and the hangouts I think have really helped that um, I'm going to yeah. stop talking yeah. now because I've been blathering uh, <laughs> well, no, I th- Paul you brought this he, up he, I mean, made, yeah. he made a good point and I think it's it's sometimes difficult to be on social media because it's a very small segment of the comic book fandom but the most vocal seems mm-hmm. to be you know comics gate you know a very toxic type of fandom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that gets i think um um there's a megaphone up to that stuff unfortunately but the vast majority of people i've met and talked to in comic books on the discord i've met through the show i've met at conventions are the most lovely people that just love comics you know and that's yeah i think that's really the core thing it's a all different tastes which i love i love the fact that everyone on the show has got their own little pet things that they love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they've introduced other people too we're not just talking about the same stuff or big two stuff and that spreads throughout all the friends we've met through the discord through Patreon at conventions. It's a celebration of the art form and the medium rather than just, um, you know, that toxic fandom that I think is small, but far too vocal. Yeah. 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 We don't spend a lot of our time being, you know, hashtag mad online. Yeah. We try not to be, I mean, outside of, outside of last week's episode, I feel like we tried it. Maybe it didn't suit the show very well. (laughs) You were covering a lot very quickly. True, 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 true. It's it's a lot easier to go fast when you just look at a movie, make a fart noise and move on. (laughs) Totally. Totally. 
Uh, and, and you know the thing that that I. I don't know. I want to say like our good, and this is not to like say that everything is focused on our discord. I think our discord has helped Hmm. like basically lessen the distance between us and the folks that listen to the show. Um, I do want to shout out our Goodreads folks that aren't on discord, but listen to the show very fervently and are big fans. Um, And I only know this because I'm getting feedback from them from the survey that we we have right now. And tomorrow as we're recording this um and I, to hear people say oh you know i i found this show on goodreads i searched comic books and i found it or mm-hmm. i you know search comic books on my podcatcher t- f- turns out you guys have a goodreads that's awesome i'm huge on goodreads and now i'm part of this this thing um our goodreads folks i mean we've got a a lot of maybe like 40 or so people that are super regular mm-hmm. and really make that place super welcoming i think the discussions they have it, it that that's on there it can be a little I don't want to say problematic, but it can be a little aggressive, but that's okay. Like it's a, it's a healthy kind of mm-hmm. back and forth that people have about some things. A lot of the times everyone's agreeing. They're saying, I really love this thing. I'm really glad that I tried this thing. Oh, the reading challenge introduced me to this thing. And it's really great to see so many people experimenting with comic books simply because they trust what we have to say. And mm-hmm. I don't think that we necessarily set this show out to be something that it's like, I am a, I am a voice in comics and you must listen, but it's, Interesting to see that we have become that in some capacity. Mm-hmm. One of the constant compliments that I hear about this podcast is not not just from from people in real life or on Twitter or whatever, but on the survey in specific um, has been you guys read so many diverse books and you've introduced me to so many things. I would have mm-hmm. never known about this book that I now love because right. if I hadn't listened to this show and that like makes my heart swell. And I, I'm so happy that we've done something positive in comics. And that's what I've, I found in the last year. I feel like the impact that we have has only grown from previous years. I feel like I wasn't hearing that as much in the past couple of years. This year, it's been super prevalent. And I think part of that is because we've read so many fucking comic books as a group. <laughs> now we're like stretching to be like, what else is that's out true. there? You know? That's true. Yeah. You mean when I when I pick up random things from all of these uh, conventions that I go to that that's a good thing because yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah. It, it is yeah. I mean like our book versus book I never would have picked up the the castle in the sky I I never would have picked that up but you introduced me to it and then there's like four more and I was like oh hell yeah this is I want to read the rest of this and it's so different from American comics yes <laughs> I mean it's a, yeah it's a Franco Belgian comic it's it's not what you expect out of a Western book in all the right ways. I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm glad to hear that even after five years, we're not getting tired of comics and we're trying <laughs> to find new ways to explore the medium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because obviously there's, there's millions of comics out there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are superhero comics, but they don't all have to be, <laughs> you know? And, well, I think that's interesting that, you know, you mentioned at the top of this particular episode that we're back in the basement like we started. And Mike, I was right there with you. I know, in I the know. Yeah. You and Nick, Nick was always called in, but still, yeah. And, um, you know, I think right from day one, we we tried a few approaches to, with the format of the podcast, what we're going to talk about. But there was, I think, once we got over those sort of um, uh, initial like second guesses of what we wanted it to be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right from the start, it was we want to talk about the experience of reading comics and experiences of being a comic book fan. Right. Right. And I think growing the number of contributors and then reaching out to friends of the show on social media and the, the channels we have now. That's only expanded the amount of stuff we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes where I think like, boy, we've already talked about everything there is to talk about comics, and then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> and then we new, find an episode, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. an idea will come up. And I think speaking, you know, of the past year in spe- specifically, I've been reading comics uh, in some capacity or another for about thirty years, right? And I think 
it's only in the past year or so that I've actually felt really positive about the future of comics. I don't think in two or three years ago I would have said I'm excited about comics as a medium and having a great, bright future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think the past year, the diversity in material and creators, I think the positivity I see among fans, it's the most exciting time to be a comic book fan. And I've been reading comics for a long time. And yeah. I think part of that is there's so much stuff out there and that was my challenge myself last year to read a lot of different stuff. Um, it was mostly Judge Dredd, but maybe this year <laughs> I'll actually read some more diverse stuff. But again, that that positivity and um, that's what the show stands for. And I'm glad that that's coming through to everyone that listens. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, it's, I I understand that sentiment quite a bit. Uh, I don't, Kate, Brian. I, I realize I've just been talking nonstop. So, do you guys have any mo- bits you want to jump in with before I go on another rant? <laughs> I like seeing all of these small, smaller comic book publishers that come up, and how many people, especially with uh, Kickstarter being a thing, <laughs> yeah. people can fund their 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 one off books, their ideas, their independent. Um, they're independent books, and I really like seeing the variety and the ex- like the experimental ideas that, that that brings to the industry. And I like um, picking them up randomly for com- from Comic Cons. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing that that's really gotten to me is that I, I think Paul, you you hit it on the head with uh, I I used to feel pretty negative about comic books, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's it's interesting that I feel like I go week to week, and I have this strangely pessimistic view about. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, man, I don't know if we're going to have a topic this week. Like this topic, I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it's mm-hmm. going to work. And so we, we managed to pull an episode out of it. And it's a great episode. I feel yeah. like every time I have the most doubt about the episode of a show. And like <laughs> this is on me. I should be more confident in the people that I work with. And that's I, that's a reflection of me, right? Um, but <laughs> don't make that face, Brian. <laughs> I, it's a reflection of me in that I, I worry sometimes that like there isn't something to be said about a specific subject that I kind of maybe threw out there or maybe mm-hmm. someone else put in our topic stock and like there isn't a lot to be said and sometimes the episodes run a little short and that's yeah. okay but i feel like i never come out of any episode feeling worse about what we did like i feel like we made something that is actually worthwhile every <laughs> single time somehow we've managed to do that for five years i don't fucking <laughs> understand it I, I don't know somebody somebody gave me a little bit of luck at one point and mm. it's it's managed to work i don't know well i think that the the reason we're able to do that is because of the the time we put into it i don't think anybody half-asses anything on the show yeah it might yeah. be last minute so it's not yeah. half-ass you know <laughs> so there's a difference <laughs> we're always whole assing it that's not what you could say okay we whole ass it for a solid 30 minutes before the show <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we're all in the Google Notes doc, and he said everybody is in there typing stuff. Yeah, up. frantically yeah. typing things away, yeah. Um, you know, with that, I, I do want to take a quick break. I want to get something that isn't a beer, um, and we're <laughs> going to come back, and we're, I don't know, we're going to keep going with this. I mm-hmm. just feel like the show needs a break sometimes. We do it every week. Why not this week? So Sounds we'll be good. back in just okay. a second. <laughs> Enjoy the sounds of my basement. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're back from our semi-artificial break. If you've been hanging out with us on the Discord, you know that we were mostly just chit-chatting for a bit. And uh, yeah, so I get, before we get into things, you know, any further from us, uh, I did reach out. I did scream on the internet for a minute today to try to get some fo- some folks to send us some stuff. Um, and we did get a handful of people sending us some information, things that they loved about the last year of I Read Comic Books. I want to go through those really, really quick. Um, one of them <laughs> was from... 
I, I guess this guy is officially my, my enemy on mm-hmm. the internet. I've never had an enemy on the internet. He calls us frenemies. I feel like there's more of an enemy aspect here, but uh, <laughs> Raggedy Joe, as always, constantly giving me grief on the internet. He said his favorite moments from the last year are all the episodes that I'm not on it. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but he did DM the our Twitter account, and he said his favorite moment was calling me out on not reading Wasted Space and then having me turn around to read it. And I will say... I took that as a challenge. I genuinely did. I was like, you know what, motherfucker? Fine. I'll read your garbage book. And then it turns out I really like said garbage book. But you know what? I read X-Men. So that's not really a surprise now, is it? Maybe maybe it's because you're such an X-Men fan. He thinks that you need an arch enemy. So he's just there to be that person. You know what? If he's trying to like... He's your Mr. Sinister. Yeah, he right? wants to be my Mr. Sinister. If he's trying to be my arch rival a la L versus Light... You know, from Death Note, because we're going to continue with that reference tonight. Um, <laughs> Didn't expect that one to pick up the way. <laughs> I mean, you know, sure, if he's trying to make me better or kill me, um, we'll find out as the story progresses. One um, thing in 2020 is the rest of you have to find uh, age-appropriate pop culture references for me, the old man on the show. I never know what any of you are talking oh, okay, about. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, so you weren't big on Pokemon, were you? No. Okay, well, then I don't know. (laughs) It's like Pokemon, uh, Harry Potter, uh, pretty much anything comes up on our our group chats. I'm like, well, I'm out. I mean, did Bruce Springsteen have an arch rival that made him better as a musician? Was it David Bowie for some reason? I don't know. Maybe Prince. I don't know. (laughs) I want to see that effort graph battle. (laughs) Give me the exact opposite of what Bruce Springsteen is as a rival. Like, that would be great. Didn't we just have an episode about something being aggressively heterosexual? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, so <laughs> Again, did not expect that joke to kill the way it did. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving anyway, on. moving anyway. on. Uh, Danny, probably, I, I don't know, one of, one of the best guys that I know on the internet, quite possibly. I'll just say that. He said over quite a few things that he really loved over the last year. Um, he called out episode 191. Um <laughs> Titled, I don't know what Hulk Vereens are, and I'm afraid to look. <laughs> uh, I mean, that that was a title that I really, really loved. I do want to talk about, like, episode titles because it's a thing. Um, Danny said he's a sucker for Impulse Buy, so we really liked that one. He <laughs> liked episode 215, Going Rogue. Um, there was a lot of feelings there. The mini minisode about mansplaining in comics was yes. something that he really dug into. Um, and, I, I mean, I always appreciate those th- these episodes that offer, like, kind of a harsh reality of like this is a bad or a tough thing in comics and we need to address it we can't fix it today but it's something that you should be aware of i really appreciate those types of discussions that we have on the show i read comic book star wars podcasts definitely or i read star wars comic books had a lot of that which i really appreciated of just like this is bad it's okay but it's bad (laughs) (laughs) um and uh, yeah, so one of the things that Danny wanted to bring up about the mansplaining in comics is that he, as much as he said, as much as I would like, I'm not a part of a diverse comic community locally other than the book club he's in. So it was important to hear and be reminded of how to treat people in our comic space, which, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, I forget that this show can have a positive impact on people. And <laughs> I really appreciate all the stuff that we get in our show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing to hear that folks that are listening to it are getting the same stuff out of it that I am. And I'm on the show every week. Um 
So I, I really appreciate you guys sending that stuff out to us. It, it really means a lot, even if it means that you're my enemy on the internet. <laughs> At least that's something. <laughs> um, so in, in, in kind of that same vein, I, I want to look to you guys. What were some of your favorite episodes or moments or even titles? Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, I got a whole thing about titles that I just love making them. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Kate, I think you. let's start with you. Um, well, my favorite episode was Mike Rappin, the swellest guy, oh, which yeah. Mike Rappin was not on, but it was uh, me, Paul, and Nick just talking about how wonderful Mike is, as partially as a present for his wedding. Congratulations again, <laughs> yes, Mike. Thank you. Uh, good pick. I like her. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was your pick of the pick of your life, not yeah, the pick right. of the week. Right, right. Yeah. Pick of your life. I mean, yeah. yeah I was gonna say there's there's a lewd joke in there somewhere that yeah. I'm just not gonna make. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was just uh, the three of us complimenting Mike and, and saying how much he's done for the show and you know how it wouldn't exist without him and how he keeps on our case to get stuff done and it makes me feel motivated to do more, which I hope I uh, show through <laughs> some of the extra things that I do. I mean- Yes. <laughs> I, what's what's yeah, funny? Yeah, we already complimented you, Kate. Come on. <laughs> the the thing that's that's the funniest to me about that is. I, I, or the thing that shocked me the most about that was one, it was a, a direct violation of our show's ethics. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, really, I, I, when I so I was in Japan when that episode was aired. Like Xander and Kara did all the work; they handled all the producing duties while I was in Japan and all that stuff. And I was still trying. You know, I still listen to our show when I'm not on it. I listen to every single episode, um, uh, even though I said I'm catching up on I read Star Wars comic. But that's a whole other thing. It's a whole thing. But. Um, I, I listened to all of our episodes and when that came out I it was like it was genuinely like the nicest thing I'd ever heard. It was yeah, I it, <laughs> it's really hard to hear people say really nice things about you and to, to hear a whole episode about it was I, I almost like I was super overwhelmed. It was it was very, very kind of you guys to to go out of your way and Break protocol and <laughs> go rogue. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I mean, no, it was it was very nice. I really appreciate you guys saying all that. Um, it's it, I almost convinced Kelly to listen to an episode of our show oh. because of that. Uh, I just say that because she does not <laughs> listen to the show. Sure, but um, no, it was yeah, that was really nice. I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, but I definitely can't blame Kelly. You know, <laughs> I don't listen to the show unless I'm on it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of episodes that I was on, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually uh, it's an example of what I really liked about this past year in the podcast in general is the episodes mm-hmm. when we all just kind of go nuts. You know, like I like it when shit gets a little weird on the Irie Comic Books podcast, and. Uh, in episode 211, when Mike and I talked about, Mike, Nick, and I talked about uh, like alternate universes and weird crossovers like Archie versus Predator. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like there was just like, there was so much chaotic energy infused into that episode. <laughs> and that's, those are the ones I really like, like to, like to record is when it feels like we are just shooting the shit about how wild comics get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember walking in and that was one of those episodes where i was kind of like man i don't i don't really know how much there is here to talk about and it turns out there's quite a fucking bit to talk about um and it 
yeah, to that mm-hmm. to this day, whenever people are like, oh, what's a weird comic book? I'm like, I got a whole episode about this, guys. <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, and some of that stuff is still drilled in my mind. I think when we we talked about Archie versus Predator uh, pretty recently, yeah, last you know, week's la- episode, last, I brought it up again. I, I know we, we keep bringing. I'm sorry, we keep bringing up last week's episode because it's very fresh in my mind. But um, yeah, bringing that up, I mean, I I walked away from that episode telling someone at work about it, and they're like hold on, wait, what is this? And I went into a whole thing about it. And I, I may have made them a comic book fan, you know, like someone that definitely doesn't read comic books. Hmm. Uh, and that kind of weird stuff is, it's really, really fun. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you had another episode or anything, Brian, that came to mind or no, otherwise. Just, just that, that general, that general theme of <laughs> right. when, when Mike is on the razor's edge of losing complete control of the show. <laughs> right. Basically. That's, that's what I'm having the most fun. Yeah. When we, when we, when I put, um, some of the most chaotic human beings that I know in one room, such as <laughs> Brian and Nick, or Brian and Renee, or Renee and Nick. It's just the three of you. <laughs> yeah. We're the bad boys of the Ivory Comic Books podcast. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing that works, and I mean, I, I don't mean to diminish any of your characters by any means, but like, it is constantly on the verge of chaos sometimes with the three of you. When, with that combination, see also last week's episode. Yeah. You know, Renee and Brian together. Brian and Renee and I have known each other for a very, very long time. So there is this kind of weird We regressed almost immediately. (laughs) (laughs) It it basically fell back into how we were in college, which which is totally fine. Um, But it's it's still a lot of fun because there is chaos there. And and that can be very entertaining to listen Mm -hmm. to. And it's super fun to be a part of. Like, I came out of last week's episode going, oh, my God, that was so fucking long. But that was probably some of the most fun I've had in a long time, mm-hmm. like on the show. And not to say this show isn't fun, but like what a wild episode that we put together. And I want to do a lot more of that in 2020. Um, but I'm not going to ramble anymore. I, I know I keep saying it. But Paul, <laughs> what were some of your favorite moments in 2020 I, episode-wise? I do want to say I I, I enjoyed uh, having to fill in a few times for you. Not that I did enjoy you not having you on the show. Sure, sure. But um, – and I do take that responsibility very seriously. You have no idea how much I stress about it, but it's always fun to kind of uh, to have that that uh, dynamic there. And an episode in particular that I really enjoyed where I was hosting was episode 205, mm-hmm. uh, when it was Kara, T and I talking about um, uh, art theory. We were talking about the death of the author, and we mm-hmm. got to I actually got to stretch my um, philosophical and artistic theory uh, muscles a little bit more than I do usually. And, uh, oh, totally. I think we got a really good positive uh, response to that episode. It's nice to hear people wanting to hear that type of discussion about comics specifically. Oh, yeah. Um, also, episode 210, where um, I don't have the episode titles in front of me, and, but... Uh, do you have the Hox Pox? Is what yes, it's that's right, right. It's uh, <laughs> you, me, and uh, Tia, I believe. We were talking about unconventional art styles. Yeah. I really enjoyed that for the same reason. It was like we could actually get some pretty serious, in-depth discussions about you know, art theory in comic books, which I, I anytime you can talk about some serious uh, and um, academic aspects to reading comics, I'm always there for those conversations, and I'm glad people liked it. Yeah. You know, we can do more of that stuff, and I think that's a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, I that is that is, I mean, I think we get some of the most interesting feedback, positive feedback, mm-hmm. interesting and positive feedback from those episodes um, on Twitter, direct messages, uh, emails, and stuff. Yeah, from those kinds of episodes. Um, and yeah, I, I I always am just the kid in the room, just being like, "Wow, the adults sure are smart." They know some big words. Uh, uh, and and but I I think that what what makes those episodes interesting now is I feel like five years later, right? Um, 
I feel like I can contribute to the conversation more right. so. I mean, yeah. I don't have a degree in, in art history or mm-hmm. philosophy or mm-hmm. anything like that. But after after speaking with you guys and being you know having these discussions about how do you dig deeper into comics we did that episode all about how do you find deeper themes and meanings in comics right we talked about the art and how you can interpret art when you rip all the dialogue away how do you actually understand what's happening doing things like that and talking to folks you know like tia and nick and you and you guys just where we're where we're focusing on like a approaching comics from an academic perspective um is 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 has changed the way that I look at comic books, hmm. and it, I feel yeah. like has made me a better comic book reader to a certain regard. Um, and I and I always appreciate that. And then we got the other side of our our show, which is the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The, um, the shitty screaming goblins yeah, over no, here. No, no, no. And I I, I say that uh, because it's interesting that our show and it. Every every single time we put out a survey, we get this. It's a it's a direct fifty fifty split of people who are like, "Give me more academic topics. Give me more like in depth research topics." And the other people are just like, "Give me these guys yelling about Superman with a mustache, like slamming their forks on the table." Right, and it, we can somehow do we appeal to both. Why not both? Right? I, and I, I I which to me goes, I don't know how to make the show more better off of that (laughs) that's fine and to me that makes it sound like you know we've done the right thing we've created a show that can be respected but then there's also some fun (laughs) and five years later like i i feel very confident that i can still keep doing that (laughs) yeah trying to do that and i think it works really well too because that might mean that somebody might tune in for an episode and realize you know like i'm not really interested in this subject i don't really want to listen to this Mm -hmm. one but then they know that if they come back next week, it's going to be something different. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they, no one is going to listen to one episode of I Read, I Read Comic Books that they don't like and think, well, I don't like I Read Comic Books. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you happen to tune in on an episode yeah, for the I first guess, time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I think you're right. I think that everybody who I've talked to about this show has said, you know, I gave it a couple of episodes and I realized that there's a lot of dynamic, like there's a range to this show. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what we set off to do in the first place. You know, right. like Paul, you yeah. said earlier, it's about the experience of being a comic book you know, fan. And that is that has been like at the core of it. It's like as a comic book fan, what are the, what are the range of things you could explore? Right. Could you dig right. into the academic side? Mm-hmm. Of it? Could you dig into what if Superman had a mustache? You know, it, it's a range. <laughs> and not to say that those are two, the two poles, but it is. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> <tell you. laughs> um, but even still, like th- there is a, there's a lot of different stuff, and I know that like on our show we don't really dive too much into the TV side of things and mm-hmm. the movie side of things, um, with rare exception. We did yeah. a whole Daredevil season two or three episode a while ago. Yeah, and I mean that was a real long, <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, we did you know we did the movie episode recently. We've covered different things, but that and that's what I want to try to explore in the next year is how can we maybe do movie things? Maybe you know mm-hmm. we did this 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 episode last week, which kind of spawned a bunch of ideas of like. What if we just got on Discord and just like had some beers and said, "Hey guys, if you got the DVD, press play right now. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it live. You know, stuff yeah, like that." Yeah. Um, I want to try to do more stuff like that, and it, this this kind of gets me into where we are. I want to do in the future, but if I could talk about really quickly the things that um, I really loved about this last year. Um, excuse me, sorry, I'm just full of it's getting really choked up. I'm getting, cho- <laughs> I'm getting really choked up on this here sparkling water that I'm guzzling. Mike has been chugging down soda water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I said it before. I said it again. Um, I really love the I read Star Wars comic books series. Like Brian and Carrie, you guys basically putting together this monstrosity of a thing so quickly and so elegantly was very impressive. It's just like 
find another one do it that was awesome mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i i just i love the subject matter and i realized that this is just like the further blossoming of my i am a very big star wars fan and did not realize it kind of mentality <laughs> um the other thing i i mean the, the mike rap and the swellest guy again that i i genuinely teared up in japan brushing my teeth as you guys were <laughs> being way too nice about my dumb ass um the, there are some some episode titles that I really really love. Um, I want to shout out to to Nick, who pushed me to read Ice Cream Man, um, and we did our whole three episode, going to be soon to be four episode miniseries about Ice Cream Man that we've been doing in minisodes. That book has broken my brain in a lot of different ways, and I love it for that reason. It's a great anthology series. I think Brian, you started reading it. And like Nick and I, for some reason, got hooked onto it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I read the first issue and I was like, this is good and weird. And then I just didn't pick it up again mm -hmm. because I do that a lot where I'll go to the comic shop and be like, oh, I want this. I want this. I want this. And then realize I bought $35 worth of comic books. Yeah. Right. And then realize like I can't add all of these to my poll. Yeah. 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 Uh, As Danny says, release the ice cream man cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the ice cream man mini sods with me instead of Nick. Yeah, oh, before yeah. I got recast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So episodes that we had from last year, the uh, titles that I really liked. Um, you know. Kate Senpai, that sounds right, as Kate was getting her, like, working on her doctorate. Yep. Mm. <laughs> um, let's see. Brian mentioned this. Uh, Sorry, Daddy, again. Just, it's Nick with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Two Phasmas are better than one. Uh, I really liked uh, Do You Eat a Space Orange for Space Scurvy? That uh, was yeah. pulled right out of the <laughs> show. Uh, we did comic books that were shot with a literal bullet. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going th through this things like devastating one-liners to poor boys. Um, I've I've heard of it. It must be Paul. It must be popular featuring Paulie. That's right. I do. Remember, yeah, that was a good one. I mean, Paul, you made you made the joke that still to this day, like about uh, we were talking about Paper Girls. Yeah. And, and I think it was that episode. And yeah. <laughs> just like the the guy from Paper Girls not knowing what Lizzo is. Like, yeah. t for some reason, just tickled me uh, in a lot of different ways. Um, let's see. I, Mike no longer drinks energy drinks. Um, I, is I don't that know. true, Mike? Is it, that it true? It is true. It okay. is true. I haven't had an energy drink since last July. Wow. I've, I've been really trying not to drink them. Um, the <laughs> I do love my own Werner Herzog impression. Um, <laughs> this is the I have been reading comic books podcast. I, you know, yeah. it's it's to me it still tickles me. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know. Aggressively heterosexual was a fun episode. That's, that that's was very good. recent. Um, yeah, Nothing I don't know. Will ever beat Skin Cape for me though. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's such an old episode, too. I was going through. so It was like 61 or something like that. Yeah, this is like Tia came on the show, and it was just like, perfect title. <laughs> I think that might have been my first like interaction with Tia. Might have been was recording that episode. episode. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. My very first episode ever was with Tia, and she's one of my, my favorite people to listen to because she has such an in-depth, like, academic view of, of the art side of comics. She's so knowledgeable, so I was so intimidated <laughs> to record with Tia, and then, like, you, like, went away from the mic, um... When we were setting up, yeah. and I was like, "Oh no, Mike, I'm going to say something, and it's going to be completely unforgivable to this person that I really like admire." Uh -huh. I mean, you know, T is a teddy bear. When you get to know, she, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no. Do you know what T is? One of the most fantastic people to talk to about comic books because 
she's not going to bullshit you about anything. She's not going to be nice to you mm-hmm. because you like a bad thing. And and I say like objectively bad things. Like everyone gets their own interpretation, but like misogynistic racist bullshit doesn't deserve your. But I kind of like it. Right. Like th- whatever. She's just yeah. not going to. She's just not going to lie to do that. So. It is. Yeah. It can be intimidating. It is yeah. what I'm saying. But you know what? Once, once you get to know to you, I promise you, it is not. It is not bad. Yeah. The thing is that most of us are from the Midwest, so we have a lot of that like Midwestern energy of yeah. just like, oh yeah, we desperately want you to like us. So <laughs> even if we disagree, we're just gonna be like, well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> T didn't have that problem. Yeah. Yeah. It, the the dynamics that happen between the combinations i think is really interesting i think maybe that's kind of the secret why we've been around for five years right is the fact we've grown that and you know um kara and i have very similar tastes i think that works very well Mm -hmm. t and i have the exact opposite can i have (laughs) more different tastes in comics but we have the great conversations about that Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. that difference you know it works in both directions in that way so yeah i mean i uh, my my biggest challenge this last year um i'm gonna open a can on mike so sorry guys i'm putting it rip it and rip it uh, opening up a cold bubbly for the boys and girls. Um, the thing that's been a, a constant thing for me on the show has been like trying to make sure that we're equally mashing folks up and making sure that people on the show semi-equal amount of time. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to make graphs and data for that to make sure that I'm keeping myself in check and trying to adhere to people's schedules and stuff. Like Some people have told me I can only be on the show once a month. and mm-hmm. If you've seen you know, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the Pepe Silvia thing... <laughs> Mike has a whole wall like that. Yeah, and it's 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 a challenge because I the thing about it is like it's a balance of trying to make sure the right people are on for the right topic and in the right order and we don't want to have two similar topics two weeks in a row. <laughs> so like if it's Paul and Tia and then it's Brian and Kate, I don't want them talking about the same thing. Um but at the same time, I need Kate. You know, Kate can only be on this week, and then Kate Scotchless can only be on this week, and then Renee's supposed to be on in this month, but he can only be on in the third Sunday. It's like it's a whole juggle, but I feel like it's mostly worked with rare mm-hmm. exception where we had like last minute dropouts. And I feel like our last, the last year of our show has been pretty good about that. I mean, we've outside of one episode that I think we had to scrap because of bad audio, like mm-hmm. this last year has been perfect. And like the, the, the audio issue was like a, my computer just didn't record the second half of this episode. And I don't mm-hmm. know why. And I'm looking at you cause I think it was you, Brian, maybe that was two years ago. But even no, still. yeah, it was. Um, I don't remember what the episode was, but I remember that happening. And we were just like, "Well, f- I guess we record a minisode, <laughs> or we, yeah. put, we broadcast a minisode." But um, yeah, so I mean, that's a little peek behind the curtain. Sometimes, if a minisode just comes out of nowhere, <laughs> it's either because there was a holiday that none of us remembered. Like hey, <laughs> um, that happens to me all the time, where I'm just like, "Oh, that's a holiday, I forgot," um, or we just lose audio for random reasons, like that is no one's fault in particular it's just like computer didn't do something you know um so yeah it's it, the, the mix and match is a thing that I, I constantly try to do and try to make sure that it's weighed um so that we're getting people regularly enough to make sure that listeners who come in for certain people because there are people out there just like hey i only listen to the show for these two people um and that's fine that's your prerogative um you're missing out on some really good shit i'll tell you that with the other folks but uh if you only show up for two people like i want to make sure that they're on regularly enough that you feel like you have a good reason to come back and if there is a like like academic topics we usually have certain folks on like you and tia are usually Mm -hmm. my go-to's when i need to put you put an academic topic on the show or interviews i have a you know range of people or if we're going to talk about manga 
if I don't put <laughs> Renee on, I feel like that's when I get like punched in the face next time I see him. So, sure. you know, it's we skew things and I do want to make sure there's a balance. That's that's pretty much what I'm coming down to. There's so much work that happens behind the scenes. It's, it's always alarming to me when I actually step back and think about it. What's funny is that we record every Sunday, but you know, we have our group chat that all of us, the contributors are on, which is pretty active. Yeah. It's, you know, comes and goes, but like... Mm-hmm. It's less about, uh, it doesn't feel like a chore. It feels like we are a group of friends that occasionally come together to record. Does that make sense? It's yeah, not so yeah. much like something I have to do regularly because you know, I'm only on a couple times a month. Yeah. But at the same time, it's something I think about a lot. I'm always thinking of new topic ideas or things to share with you guys. Like that's, it, it's, it's nice that it's become that. It's become less of a hobby I do every Sunday and more something that is a part of my comic book reading experience is being a part of this group. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's good to hear. Cause I, yeah. I'm on the show every week with rare <laughs> exception. Yeah. So it is just a part of my life. And I, I like, I, I said this million times before on the show, but uh, like when we've done these annual episodes, but we started the show, I was like, Hey, every Sunday I'm going to be doing this thing. And my former girlfriend, now wife, I was like, Hey, every Sunday I do this thing. FYI. And she was like, are you, <laughs> fucking kidding me and i said that's what's happening and she rolled her up no i'm kidding she was she was like okay if this is what you want to do then i you know i'll support you and i will try to be quiet in the apartment <laughs> like and, and you know bless kelly for for five years of this show she has you know tried to keep quiet while we've been recording this show because you know now we live in this tiny apartment in new york yeah and so any noise gets picked up so if you've ever heard weird things or you've heard cats in the background i mean that's just because my desk is literally in the living room of my apartment and uh, you know, it's 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 been a thing that's like it's on my mind every week because I'm doing something for it three, four, five days a week. Like I'm right. I'm scheduling tweets. I'm making sure our Patreon stuff goes up. I'm trying to make sure the show goes up and work with Xander on any technical issues and um, working with you guys to make sure that we've got topic notes and discussion mm-hmm. and all that stuff happening before the show actually happens. Because, yes, like Brian said, sometimes Befo- before meaning like just before that. <laughs> well, right. But usually I send out our document on Thursdays before mm-hmm. the show goes out. Like this week I didn't send anything out because we didn't have a doc, but right. most Thursdays, you know, my doc goes out and I'm hoping that by Sunday there'll be something in there. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so, I mean, sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. And like, I'm not pointing fingers or saying that that's bad because I think our show is, is pretty fantastic and we do a great job. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of work for me and to know that other people are also like thinking about it. Maybe, not as often, but almost <laughs> as often as I am, yeah. uh, is great to hear. I mean, I have to read comics to talk about them. I'm really it's a sorry. big investment on my time. I'm really sorry that read. you have to read comics. You know how much Judge Dredd I've had to read those? <laughs> how many was, Batman comics I've read? Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying to Mike earlier, I don't think I've or I was saying it to Paul earlier, I haven't read a single issue of comics in months. It's all been trades. Like, <laughs> Oh, really? I have weeks and weeks and weeks of my pull list sitting in the living room upstairs <laughs> is this just because of the star wars stuff that's what started it but i think i just got into the habit of not reading my comics my biggest problem is that i'll want to read something specific so i'll request it from the library and then i'll leave the library with six to twelve uh trades and sometimes they're extremely long and so when i have time to read comics that's what i'm reading because there's a due date on them but i still have a pull list that i have to go pick up otherwise they'll cancel my pull list so i have arcs worth of issues that i haven't read in some comics (laughs) the constant problem anybody that i think has a regular pull list has this problem Mm -hmm. um so I have a do question we, for you guys. Since, yeah. since we all have pets, what do your pets do <laughs> while we record? Uh, my cats 
are usually actually pretty chill. It's during the day, so they have the classic cat problem of just being asleep. <laughs> so they're usually pretty. They're pretty calm. That's that's very fortunate for you because if our cat is in the basement, he will at some point jump up. Basically on top of our microphones. I see. <laughs> so since you don't have like a separate room to shut your cats into for an hour and a half every Sunday, it's good that they just sleep. <laughs> yeah, he'll actually, he'll jump onto Kate's desk and she'll boot him off. So he'll turn around and jump onto me and then I'll boot him off and he'll turn around and jump onto Kate's desk. <laughs> like we had it the other night where we went back and forth twice and I finally just looked at him and I was like, dude, it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blessed with having a very quiet dog. Phyllis does not make a peep other than occasionally just yawning or snoring when she's sleeping. So so, uh, usually I can't close the door because I have my office, quote unquote, um, in parentheses, the room where I just keep all my junk. (laughs) I have that room in the house. And um, if I have the door closed, Phyllis will kind of scratch on it. So I just leave it open and crack. She'll come in. Stare at me for a while while I'm recording. I'll pet her a little bit, and then she'll either lay down or leave the room. But you'll never know she was there. She right. doesn't make any sound. It's right. really quite nice. That's so, very nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I, I feel like there there are other pets that we should we should know about in the future. We'll we'll ask other people. Danny says Phyllis is good. Phyllis She's good dog twenty twenty. I agree. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I guess to to wrap things up, we're we're at about an hour here. This is about how long the show usually goes. Um, Maybe maybe a little less than that because my we kept recording while we were on break. But I do want to talk about some stuff that I'm hoping to do for 2020. I mean, I mentioned earlier that we were going to Emerald City Comic Con, um, which which is going to be fucking cool. Like yeah. I I, yeah. I am excited to go to probably what is the chillest comic convention out there that is in the in the big leagues of comic mm-hmm. conventions. I know that some smaller stuff like Flame Con, for instance, here in not here in New York, in New York, um, since I'm in Michigan right now. Uh, FlameCon in New York is probably the coolest, dopest, chillest comic convention I've ever been to, and it is every single year. It's just so cool, so laid back, so many interesting creators and people to talk to. But Emerald City, I mean, we went the the one year yep. for the for the yep. group, and we I've been before, and it is just a cool convention. Like, yeah. what a nice convention to go to. So I'm I'm very excited for that. We've got the Saga of Saga series coming up. I think, oh, geez, oh my gosh, this bubbly is just getting to my gullet. <laughs> um, we've got, I, I think Nick and I are, are trying to put together a mini series for this upcoming year that might start later in the year. Um, we're probably going to reach out to our Patreon folks to determine what the actual book series is that we're going to okay. be reading. So if you're not a Patreon supporter, you should definitely get on that. Um, but a, a lot of things that we have coming are going to be on the Patreon feed. We're going to drop little tidbits and previews and stuff in the main feed. But uh, yeah, I I think that's that's the majority of stuff that I know that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I might push Brian and Kara to try to do something say, else. <laughs> there, there will almost certainly be more. I read Star Wars comic books, like material, mm-hmm. as you know, as more Star Wars comics come out. I know that I'm gonna keep reading a lot of them. Kara yeah. probably will too. Yeah. At some <laughs> point, we'll both have a lot of feelings. Then, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not making any promises. Certainly not trying to speak for Kara, but. Uh, there's a very real possibility we might record those thoughts. Right, right. <laughs> I'm excited to turn my attention from zine creation to whatever I want creation and then telling Mike about it yeah, like yeah. when I'm ready to post it and he can just choose which platform it goes on. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Paul. We we, we got to get the Flex Mentello at some. Point. That's right. We have to do the follow up to the Mike and Paul read at uh, Doom Patrol. I would love to actually talk about the recent uh, Gerard Way run yeah and Nick I, Darrington uh, Doom Patrol I think there's missing stuff there especially having reread the Graham Morrison stuff I think gives me a lot more um, 
uh, there's more to sink your teeth into mm-hmm. with that stuff after you've gone back and read the old stuff. I would love to do another series like that. At some point, I'm going to strong arm somebody into reading Love and Rockets so I can do that with them. So <laughs> I mean, maybe that'll be this year. I did read the Love Bunglers. Maybe we should do a right. mini-sode about that. Maybe that'll yeah. be this summer. We'll do, maybe we'll okay. do a Love Bunglers mini-sode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think going through all of Love and Rockets, that would be quite something. Yes, yes. I need an excuse to reread it and uh, have it with someone would be very fun. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah. That is the best part about this is a lot of times is when we do minisodes and we do episodes where people have read the same book, having that discussion is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the thing that makes our show super unique is that we're not all reading the same stuff and people really <laughs> like that. They're like, oh, look at all these different perspectives on things that people have read, things that people are excited about. But like the minisodes are really fun to actually go for once. <laughs> we yeah. read the same thing. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Um, so I, I, maybe we'll do maybe we'll do more of that stuff this year. I, I want to do more Discord hangouts. I want to do more stuff like maybe we do a read along series on the Discord, or like a book club mm-hmm. discussion where you say you know once a month or every other month. I mean I know we got the Goodreads book of the month stuff, but uh, maybe there's like a once a quarter for just whoever's interested. Let's get together on the Discord and hang out and talk about a comic book um, yeah. versus just typing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll see. If people are interested, I want to know. I want to know what folks want to do for the next year. You know, I think that's, uh, to tie it back to a point you made earlier, I think last year was one of the first times in a long time I've been very positive and optimistic about comics. I think that is because I was reading a lot of different stuff. I was reading a lot of stuff uh, digitally, which I hadn't done in the past. Um, I tried to just get read comics anytime I felt like I was bored at home. I'm like, I have comics to read. You know, yeah, they're just yeah. sitting around. They're there digitally. Like, there's something I can always be reading comics. If I'm not at work, I can be reading comics, right? That's, um, <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm really trying to push myself to read more, and I think that lends itself to doing more stuff for the show, and I'm glad that we have this forum to do it and that people want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. Any, any final thoughts from Brian and Kate? Uh, no, Danny, we can't read Batman comics, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> um, I'm just thankful that everybody could gather in my basement and mm-hmm. be harassed by my cat, and uh, we can all be here <laughs> drinking together. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'll have to drink one more of these tall boys, I guess, for the night, just because Paul brought so many of them, yeah. which is very nice of him. Um, so I guess, you know, I do my regular sign off here. No, no other final thoughts for things. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting year, 2020. Big, big, bad, crazy year. Mike is going crazy over here, guys. I keep saying to everybody, fuck it. Let's just do it. Like, no holds bar. I, I'm letting the reins go for a lot of different things. I just want to try new shit <laughs> and have fun with this podcast, like, in a, in a way that we haven't before. I think that the very hard-nosed structure that we have is great. Mm-hmm. But if we can branch beyond that, we can yeah. do experimental stuff on Patreon. I'm all for that. So I want to see what throw a bunch of stuff against the wall this year. See what sticks. Go from there. This podcast is just spaghetti noodles that I don't know how to cook. <laughs> um, that's the the metaphor that I'm going with. Oh, um, there's your title for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess for I read comic books. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. You can follow Paul at Oh Hi Polly, Brian at Brian Head. You can follow Kate at KL Fear. You can follow the show at IRCB Podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram as well. We're all over there. You can check out our Goodreads group at ircbpodcast.com slash Goodreads. It's a wonderful group of fantastic comic book people, as I mentioned before. Right now, our book of the month is Saga, so go make sure you're you're commenting on that. Next month, book of the, the month is being voted on. If you're not someone that votes, go vote. That's bullshit. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you can find everything that we do 
do on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast, where you can get all of our episodes in advance as well as access to the Doom Patrol series, the Saga of Saga that's coming out, all sorts of other extra stuff that's not in our main feed, you can get there, as well as early access to Top of My Pile posts, and sometimes we put some really, really long alien articles on there. <laughs> <laughs> our, our website is ircbpodcast.com. It's got everything that you ever need with iRead comic books. You can subscribe, you can find our zine, our pronunciation guide, all that jazz. I, uh, Infinity Shred is the best band in the universe. They do all the music for our show. I forgot our email address, which is ircbpodcast at gmail.com. Xander is true wizard, top tier, god DM, best friend, high fives, hugs. If you see him at Emerald City Comic Con, make sure you do one of those things with him that he's okay with. Um, I want to say thank you to Paul and Brian and Kate and me <laughs> putting this show together I mean it's been five incredible years here's to five more God help us podcast for ten years I'm down I don't know until next time I w- thank you guys so much thank you to everyone that's listening to the show giving us feedback rated us people that are on discord listening to the show live people that just contribute in some capacity saying thank you for the show or giving us suggestions of books that we can read shouting out the show on your social media it means so much to us that you actually do that so until next time Comics are good, and so are you. And that's the show. That's right. And no one has to hit stop. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. You know, God, in the in the future. In the mighty God future that we live in, I will somehow be available to record in person with everybody, but <laughs> we, who knows? Yeah, well, I'll be done telepathically. But, <laughs> yeah, I'll, but, I'll do, yeah, with with our in, built-in comlinks. Yeah, we'll, all, we'll all be in our, like, floaty pods. Yeah, Wally style, right? Where we just eat. Like, I was thinking, uh, no, what's the one with the precogs? Oh, Minority Report. <laughs> like me, Mike, and Paul get lowered backwards into our goop and then <laughs> the record goop. a podcast. Yeah, that's it'll be just the, the nine of us or the eight of us. And Xander is the Tom Cruise character who has to like put it all together. And one of us is just like <gasps> coming out of the thing. A beautiful boy, child, man, woman.